0: All right, folks. It is another Thursday here at the Big O Belt. Tonight we're going to be talking about AEW Grand Slam. Was it a Grand Slam? Both in person, reaction, recap, and our assessment watching it uh, over the television. And um, we're going to talk dark side of the ring and this is something that we all watch and we've all been uh you know keeping our eyes on but it happens to air at the same time we record our podcast so a little bit of a conflict so we're going to be talking about last week's episode uh, and then other things tonight but yes it is another thursday which means it is another edition of the big Go belt podcast let's get into tonight's show people 2 chains here alongside of the hot take himself. He'll will <laughs> and Giant Crab. Yep. And this is your cast tonight for the Big Gold Belt Podcast. Now look, I'm more dedicated than Silly Sellers because my Panthers are playing tonight and if you're watching us live each and every uh, Thursday at 8pm, then you'll be seeing me wearing my Luke Keekly jersey of my Carolina Panthers and I'm here. Sellers isn't here because the 49ers isn't playing, so who knows? But nonetheless, we'll be the three filming the duties tonight of this week's topics but uh we have we we do have a very interesting perspective and um and take of the aew grand slam event uh which was yesterday thursday um, What was it uh uh well not october september 22nd i'm moving the months too fast and um we were able to be there as press uh jamal was there on behalf of the big gold belt uh, media, and we watched it. We Me and Will watched it, obviously, uh, over the television and and, and and Jamal was there. We communicated the entire time because, you know, we want to be able to give a, you know, first of all, the arena is really special for it to be there. So, you know, we wanted to be able to uh, all be there in spirit. <laughs> so we had to kind of do it the virtual social distance way. But uh, with that being said, uh, you know, we're going to give Jamal some time to kind of Uh, Give us his experience there He had a very special moment that happened Which I'm really happy for him to have that Um, And then we're going to talk about uh, other things Especially continuity about what we saw on the screen And what he saw in person And uh, I'm wondering if uh, (laughs) Anybody else picked up on this But we've got all that to cover Along with our thoughts about Dark Side of the Ring Episode last week uh, Since we uh, Again, we don't watch it live Because we're actually recording When Dark Side of the Ring is airing so uh but gentlemen i know that's a long intro but how are you all doing tonight and jamal how was the uh the commute we'll 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 start there with you uh the commute in which part uh you know getting in and out and being home obviously you know how was how was everything for you
1: so it is uh raining buckets right now in the tri-state area up here in new york so i'm glad that i was able to make it out of there um it was actually a hell of a thing and and next time if they do it again i'll probably just stay longer i took a 1 a.m bus uh back from new york to dc that got me back here at 5 30 in the morning
0: i've done that those hurt dedication real bad
2: (laughs) and then went to work Oh, you're on fumes then here tonight yeah oh not,
1: not even fumes i mean it is uh yeah, it's, it's been a long day. It's It's been a long day, but, um, uh, but yeah, uh, the, um, uh, I, I guess I'll come since that part is less relevant to the show itself. Uh, bus, I know of them from Europe. I've, uh, never taken them in America, but, uh, smooth my, you know, the bus left at one ten AM, uh, when I barely remember Philadelphia, you we were at some you Know crack house in Baltimore, like, oh, yeah, okay, I know where we are now. Um, and then next thing I know, uh, we're coming down New York Avenue, and it's
0: that's the best feeling, yeah, it's time to go, yeah.
1: Um, and and it, and it was cool, like, all right, you know, whatever, 5 a.m., let's just do it, yeah. One drop of rain, and like, okay, well, you know, it's a little, it's a little, little, little damp out, okay. Another drop of rain buckets of rain and i mean i couldn't see my hand in front of my face um my phone was in my pocket as it normally is i just said screw it and put it in my book bag because i was worried about getting it getting wet in in my pocket it it buckets of rain couldn't see anything um and apparently those storms that we got today are in new york right now so that was that was a mess but you know what for 18 dollars i ain't mad at it
0: yeah, I tell you, those buses are not comfortable. So, I, again, I firmly relate with you on those 1 a.m., got to get back home. And I, I never had to go back to work like that, but, like, it's brutal. But I tell you, yeah, when you go New York Avenue, it's like the best feeling in the world. You're like, home. Yeah. <laughs> but then your body, your body also gets to the point where it's just like you're so close to home. And then it just wants to shut down on you because it knows rest is coming. Little does it know, it, it's not because you're going to work. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: So it uh, was, um, but that was of course uh, a long night, which after a long day. So AEW yeah. sent me an email uh, saying that, hey, you're going to the show. You should get there by 5.30. Interesting. Now nothing happens until seven, the doors open at six and they're saying anyway, that you should be there by 5.30. Yeah. Well, if people should be there by 5.30, when I showed up at uh, 4.15, 4.20, the line was about a half mile long Jeez. right so if you've ever been to uh that area uh the tennis stadium is what, and what
0: area is that yeah
1: I, I'll, get, I'll get to that in a second uh if you've ever been to that area the, the tennis stadium which is arthur Ashe stadium now arthur ash is part of the us uh ta united states tennis association uh national complex it's where they host the us open in flushing queens part of queens new york city so the stadium is the centerpiece of this massive tennis complex, uh, which is fine if you're going to the open because there's like 500 games going on. It's like the US Open. If you don't watch tennis, it's like if March Madness were happening all at once in one venue. And that's, you know, just that level of bananas in, in the uh, first couple rounds. And then, of course, the winners play in the uh, big stadium.
0: Yeah,
1: which is where Uh, dynamite was now the stadium itself has a retractable roof which is cool the roof was closed uh because they had these four center court uh video boards for people in the upper levels to see which i thought was a really good look um and they also had a video uh stage which i thought was a really good look um really they need to bring that back more often don't know why that hasn't been a thing yet but
0: I was worried a little bit because I, when uh, you know, certain spots and certain antics happened on it, and I was like, is that glass? Because uh, uh, it looks like this may get out of hand, but it, aesthetically, it looks nice. Yeah. I just, you know, you can do anything on it, you know?
1: Yeah. So, but, but getting into the building, uh, once you get off the train, whether you take the New York City subway system or the Long Island Railroad suburban uh, train, uh, you got to walk not terribly far, maybe like a 10-minute walk, from the train to the door. But I was with a friend who had regular tickets. And I said, all right, it was 5 I wanna get my, my press pass. Uh but when uh when I left him, the line had gone back another quarter mile. Jeez.
0: <laughs> <laughs> can can right. I can ask you can I ask you a question about that? Um it, it, I mean, was it all hype or was it protocol? Because you know, if you right if, if, all the vaccination
2: like, stuff and all that, yeah. Well, because like, so, if, you,
0: if you if you've never been to like a wrestling event, a lot of people like the whole spectacle of being outside and just doing lolly-golly nothing. Like, it's not like tailgating where people. Oh, no, are no, actually, no. Th-
1: there was that usual tomfoolery too.
0: Yeah, yeah, every yeah. That's what I'm saying. That
1: yeah. And, and you know, every now and again, you know, the back of the line, you would just hear somebody scream from a quarter mile away. And then a cascade <laughs> of babies up and up and down the line. No, yeah. love there, it. There was that. Um, Gotta love it. Do <laughs> so you? Yeah. But it's so that, that's a thing. And then a, a lot of people, you know, wooing and it. And it's a it's a raucous uh, time for the wrestling. So, uh, so yeah, so we're there, and it's a, it's a lovely day as far as like it being. Hot or whatever, it wasn't that bad to be outside. Like it
0: wasn't like it wasn't today weather yesterday.
1: But today's weather was great.
0: No, after after it rained. No, no, no. New York weather yesterday.
1: Oh, well, that's a different problem. Yeah, it's a mess right now. So, um, so, so we get into the building. Now, I leave my friend and head to the press line and go in there. And after a considerable amount of time. She finally finds the envelope with my tickets in it. Cool. The envelope has um, a ticket and it has this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I'm special. And I walk <laughs> my special ass right to the front of the line to go um, and enter
2: that's credentials, something.
0: baby. Hey, <laughs> exactly. look. I, just, just to be clear, we put in hard work here, but man, does that make me smile when, <laughs> when you love to see it. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: So about so so when I left, my friend, um, we yeah you know, the line goes down. Uh, it stops before you enter the complex, and the line goes maybe about. A 1,000 feet in one direction and then makes a, a turn, a sharp left turn. And then it goes another the rest of the way. So that's maybe uh, a quarter mile to um, the train stations. And it only looks that way because it's a single-file line. It's based pretty much a single-file line. It's, it's pretty busy. The line looks worse than it is. But there's got to be 2,000 people out there. And I definitely... Mosey on past all of them. <laughs> <laughs> Love to right, see it <laughs> right through security. Uh, Very nice. where, where, where where are they going? Where is he going with his book bag? Yeah. Deal with
2: it. Yeah, Golden like, ticket, baby. Golden all, that's
0: ticket. You,
1: that's all you need to see. Deal with it. So
0: and,
2: and, and I got a
0: premise real quick for for people that like this. This this is what it is. You if 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 you. In, in anything that you do when when you're uh getting special actions media press accommodations then this is how you properly utilize it you know this we i don't want nobody well, coming I mean, through trying to say like we did something we did we weren't supposed to do this is no, this to, is, to is to what it fair, is though,
1: uh i i was there to work you yeah know, i i, I, I honestly personally and i'll get to that a little bit when i explain the show itself um, it wasn't as much fun for me as it was for the other twenty-two thousand. It, 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 it never is um, because it, I'm
3: there never is for those who are yeah. working it. No, yeah, yeah. you were there as
1: yeah. a guest. Yeah, no, not, even, no. not even the guest part. It was no, deb- because they're like, I have you know, I'm there to work. I am. Yeah, you have a responsibility things that we need to get done um mm-hmm. that we're trying to you know make make happen, and other people are just pounding beers, and that's fine.
0: Yeah. But, also and also too like you know we're, we're working through the pandemic this was a, a lot different before the pandemic uh you had your own they had their own separate entrance so there was less of the idea of being in front of people like that where people want to haggle you for like what are you doing and the misinformed security that's like where are you going and but you know all that knows. sorts of things not not at all so that but when you go through one a certain entrance it's like, I don't even got to deal with that because you're already there, you know? But yeah, right. I absolutely agree. And I tell people all the time, you all see privilege and all the the, the razzle-dazzle
1: is work all right. the time. Like, well, I mean, I to lo- be fair, they saw privilege and razzle-dazzle because I was definitely had the jazz hands going
3: <laughs> so I'm sure them. Uh, you
1: know, as I was making my way into the building. Uh, well, into the courtyard because once you enter the courtyard area, Then you go through security to go into the building. Okay, fine. Hey, security, I have a giant 20-pound book bag with camera equipment in it. Where's the media entrance? I don't know. You can't bring that shit in. What? (laughs) All right, well, you're not the person I need to talk to then. So I talked to a suit, and he says, all right, wait here. i make some calls. When... I, you know, so I'm waiting off to the side while the other people are looking at me going like, there's no way he's bringing that giant book back in there. And I hear off in the corner, May? And then next thing I know, Emmy Sakura and Lulu Pencil are running towards me with their iPhones.
0: (laughs) We didn't even know how to act. (laughs) Full sprint.
1: And That video is so funny.
0: (laughs) good? Uh, the video looks funny as hell because like rather you can tell by perception, you're six five, right? Yes. And you look like a deer in the head. Like, like who the hell is running at me? <laughs> I've never, never, never seen you startled like that ever. <laughs> because, because because we're still in New York. You don't run up with nobody like <laughs> <right there>.
1: that. Truth. <laughs> Truth. <laughs> Truth. Hey so, man, I
0: see I seen you handle yourself in the in the streets of Baltimore at night, man. So you can you can I'm be just, anywhere I mean, good
1: was well, you need to know, but you need to know these things, though. You need to know these things going in. You just don't run over people like that. And luckily, it was two Chinese-Japanese women, because otherwise, it might have been a different story right now. Even
3: still, you can't take no chances, Jamal. You know that. You, you
1: cannot. You don't let your guard. Protect your neck is what they say. That's what I've heard. Um, but it was, it was lovely chatting with them. Uh, they spotted me because I'm 6'5", and I have a big, bright red shirt, with the uh, letters may in katakana on it um it's the shirt that i wore for double or nothing uh where they saw it on twitter and said like oh shit that guy has a shirt on go shirt and i'm like yes go shirt (laughs) um and i got to talk to them and i got you know a picture with lulu and and emmy and that's honestly just the coolest fucking thing if the if the roof collapsed it still would have been a great show because my night was made at that point. (laughs) That's Um, really dope.
0: That's really dope.
1: Yeah. So that, that was really, really cool. Um, to have that happen.
0: I was going to say, you know what else is like really, really cool about it too. Like it, let it be known that, um, they don't have to do that.
1: (laughs) No, no. They came up in their area where the wrestlers were, um, outside of the building. And she came in a dead sprint. Uh, yeah, you know, in my direction.
0: You don't, you don't so, get, you don't get that often, man. People, I mean, it's a lot of merch floating around, but I can't tell you how many people have like seen a person that they was wearing a shirt and that person actually went there, went towards them, was like, Hey, thank you for, you know, having my, my merch, you know, it's almost like a cool. I see it. Keep yeah. going. But like, that's it's, a it's whole a, effort a sort of, of video and everything. Yeah. yeah.
1: It's a sort of valid- validation of both sides. Like, yeah, Oh my God, you're the person that I spent this money on. Oh my god, you spent this money on me. How yeah, cool, there are both of these yeah. things that are happening. Yeah. So that you know could obviously couldn't be nicer, you know, super uh friendly, and I hope uh to meet them a thousand more times because they're awesome and um I'm a huge fan of theirs. Uh but luckily I get the call that um hey, this is the entrance, follow me. And i you know I'm whisked away and whisked into the entrance. Where it is a a sea of people. Uh, I've been to Arthur Ashe Stadium, and I've been for the U.S. Open once before. Mm -hmm. I've never been when it was just completely full packed to the rafters. Mm -hmm. The lines for merch were as long as the lines for food. Jeez. Jeez. And the problem was, was that the lines were wrapping around the building so much that you couldn't Really tell which one started and which one ended. So,
2: no, oh, God. Yeah.
1: So, that was, uh, I, I've seen more than a few tweets go out and say, like, well, this the stadium were um, understaffed. They were underprepared. And, like, well, no. I mean, I don't, there's just a finite number of space and a finite number of room. And the aisles, uh, the hallways aren't wide enough. When you compare it to City Field next door, Arthur Ashe Stadium. Yes, it is half the size as far as attendance goes, but it's so much less of a footprint. It's a small space. And if you've been to a small football stadium or a small baseball stadium, it doesn't matter how much staff you have. If you can't walk, you can't walk. That's Mm -hmm. not the the personnel's fault. You know, security has their protocol. It is a tedious process. They have to follow it. It is what it is. The lines are slow and long. And they are what they are. Um, I know that, you know, when I was saying how they said 5.30 is when you should get there. Realistically, I would have been there at 3 if I didn't have a pass waiting for me. Because the early bird gets the merch. Yeah. So, you know, that's one thing. If you've never been to an AEW show and you plan on attending one in the very near future, uh, get there early. You want to be in the building early so that you can go get your merch without hassle. It's um and depending on you know the guy you want you know uh, you probably want somebody popular because it's merch uh if you want a bigger size like you know like i would then yeah you don't want to rush you don't want to wait on that so i get in there go ahead
0: um what i was gonna say based on your you know your experience in venues and events and whatnot. I mean, what, what level of difficulty would you say this arena is in navigating and mm. um and, and and obviously just entering, you know, just because you know, I I I hear you know obviously disaster stories of people saying it took them long hours to get into it. And then they point the fingers all type of directions where it's like, hey, you know, just because that's the first entrance you've seen doesn't mean that's the one, the only one that was available to you, you know, stuff like that, and and um, you yeah, you know, and sometimes it is very simplistic, and then there are times where it's just a complete nightmare, and you know, you end up like Celis, and he didn't get into WrestleMania for five hours, and I was just sitting at my seat like, man, did he get murdered or something? Like, <laughs> where the hell is
1: he at? <laughs> And the fact that he missed five hours of WrestleMania means that he only missed the pre-show. So
2: that's
1: nice. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. And like, in, in, real, in
0: real talk, he came out during the pre-show. That's when he came out. The first pre-show match. I was like, "Well, you didn't really miss anything." But like, damn, I'm missing you. Like, you ain't been right. here the whole show. Like, where <laughs> you been at, dude? Right. Uh,
1: so I mean, the saying is: proper preparation prevents piss poor planning. <laughs> and if you you know if you know where you're going, then you shouldn't have to wonder about anything. Um, yes, getting through security entering a stadium is a headache. Um, yes, the one person that wants to do their job that day and the person next to them doesn't want to do their job next day are going to have two different experiences. Um, as far as getting there, uh, it's super easy. If you drive, eh, good luck. There's not much parking. Uh, but if you want to take the train in from Long Island, cool. Uh, you can do that on Long Island Railroad. If you take the train in from Manhattan, uh, cool. You could do that on Long Island Railroad or uh the Seven Line. Luckily, there wasn't a Mets game because Ooh, the that would have been horrible. It's already horrible for a Mets game anyway. Yeah. Jeez. So, um, and when I say horrible, uh, you know, the Green Line for the Nationals is not the best of times if you're trying to commute home during rush hour. Yeah,
0: I was just, I was just about to say, yeah, right. It's. Mm. That's what like than that because two. The
1: train's run every three minutes and they're all full anyway. Because it's the only thing running in that direction in general. There's nothing else to supplant it. And once you're out past, like, you know, Queensboro Plaza, you kind of got to stick with it. So you mm-hmm. get out the Flushing. That's it. It's the train. And unfortunately, it's rush hour. The game starts at seven. The show starts at seven. Um, shit is going to be crowded. You, you got to deal or you got to get there early. Another reason why you should just try to get there early. So I'm in the building. I wait about 20, 25 minutes for my merch. Um, but I did pick it up, the shirt that I'm wearing right now. Um, they had other things. They had an exclusive AEW shirt that you might have seen in Newark with the Statue of Liberty on it. Uh, they also had that as a hoodie for 60 bucks. This shirt was 30. Um, and they have the other stuff that you – would have seen around, you know, the popular guys, uh, Brian Danielson had new version and, and all that stuff. So that was fine. That was absolutely fine. I didn't get any um, uh, food at the, in the, at the venue because I didn't need to. Uh, again, eat beforehand. Um, flushing, if you like Asian food, Asian being Japanese, Korean, Chinese, different parts of Chinese, go to Flushing. You won't leave hungry.
3: You you will not leave over. I can commemorate that. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. So um, and Flushing's like one stop away on the uh, on the 7 train in the direction of Manhattan. So it's super easy to get to uh, no matter where you're coming from. It's in between two major expressways. Um, If you're coming from LaGuardia, it's spitting distance. If there's not trouble on Northern Boulevard, but that's a different problem. But, you know, I mean, because New York, it's it's New York. It's always congested. It's always um, it's 10 million people. Like, what do you want to do? But um, it's super easy to get to the only. And, and when people say that's people have been comparing it to the garden. Uh, how does this great compared to Madison Square Garden? Well, personally, the garden sucks. It's old. It's archaic. It's, yep. it's antiquated. Mm-hmm. Uh, the acoustics aren't great. Uh, you know, so unless you are a fan of the thing that you're seeing, you don't really need to be in the garden with the newer, shinier Barclays open. And Barclays is a lot smaller, a lot more intimate um, for as an arena. And then there are other places like Camberstown Ballroom or Prudential Center in Jersey or uh, Terminal 5 or um, uh, Jones Beach. That would be amazing to have a show at Jones Beach, um, outdoor uh, amphitheater on the ocean. So, it does it compare it to the garden? No. Because it's newer and better. Um the garden is centrally located. That's the only thing I'll give it. Like you can't miss the garden. It's in the middle yeah. of everything.
0: Yeah, somehow, somewhere you you end up what is that like thirty-third, I think?
3: Thirty-third yeah, and eighth. Seventh. Yeah, yeah, between seventh and eighth. Yeah. A, all the trains
1: right
2: there. <laughs> yeah.
1: So about the show. Now I won't get into anything that hasn't aired yet. Um. So elevation happened at seven ish, seven fifteen.
0: Um. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say I, I had a, I had like a another question, but let's let's no. talk about the show itself. Let's 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 hit that after the break. But one other thing I wanted to say because something I'm surprised you haven't brought up was, um, I feel like by watching it on television, I, the promotional aspect of this show being at the Arthur Ashe Stadium uh, definitely highlights how beautiful the stadium is. I feel like they didn't really capture that same essence once the show happened. And I'm not comparing WWE, AEW, but when WWE does do special arenas, mm-hmm. is, it, it, it feels like that arenas are special because part of the vignettes, part of the, 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 the cinematography is highlighting that. And I think, you know, if... And for me, and this is why I wanted to have this conversation in the beginning, because for me, it's like, I like to go to shows because obviously I like what the content of the show is. I love where the location of the show may be. But then the venue is ultimately the winning factor. And I feel like if they're going to showcase that we're going to a special arena, because it was asked. It obviously is on tap that they will be hitting up other special arenas. And it's like, OK, cool. Besides the notoriety of saying you did that arena, you know, where's the presentation around that arena? Because if you didn't well, know, about no you present then, it then? I, I mean, if you don't know the better, Daly's place looks like a better place than Arthur Ashe, and and that's because oh. when you saw, I but I know I'm now I know I'm not right, but when you look at it, Daly's place, the angles they show and stuff, you're like, oh, this is pretty cool. Halfway okay, in, halfway out,
1: you know. You're comparing an amphitheater with an end stage to a full on 360 arena. There are certain things that they, they can't show on TV. One thing that was interesting is that there were seats, paid seats. Uh, behind the stage,
2: mm. uh, I had never oh, been no, to a place. I,
0: I saw that, and that—that that is, I would have been not happy because your your view was absolutely obstructed. I saw photos of people. And the people. ticket said obstructed.
1: That's why they were twenty five dollars.
2: Ah, uh, because really those are chandelier things that they have hanging at the entranceway, <laughs> all up in the way. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah,
0: but
1: also above it, you had the giant video board that you okay. couldn't, really couldn't miss. So, I mean, as far as the stadium itself. Um, it ain't baseball. It's not like there's this feature that you can present into the, that's a part of the thing. Um, as far as it also is, it's a tennis stadium. It's the biggest tennis stadium in the world. Once you get over that fact, what does that, how does that translate into wrestling? Because you really can't put any other sporting events as the, well, this is what happened here. And this is what happened here. This is like the third uh, non-tennis event ever at the stadium. Yeah, and the yeah. stadium has only been around for twenty years, but if nothing's happened there, other than how many times are you want to show Serena Williams and, and and Novak Djokovic, it's a tennis <laughs> stadium.
0: Yeah, I so, mean, I, I don't have a solution here, but I mean, like I thought they would have played that up more. That's all I was getting at, and I, I'm not right, saying- right, right. but
1: where's the correlation between the um uh the the essence of the stadium itself as a tennis stadium to wrestling fans? Because I mean, you can say that, like, oh, but, shit, Ali Foreman happened here. Well, that's a big sporting event.
0: Yeah, but, I mean, uh, that's that, that's also, like, the, the the selling factor. It's like, I mean, at least for me, and I think I think a lot of other adults can uh, uh, attest to saying that if you're going to be in a certain arena and then they pitch that this certain arena has this history and it looks this way and it feels this way and it's going to do that and whatnot, then, you know, as far as the presentation, I thought that, it should encompass that a little bit more, especially for the folks watching it, because I think that also, you know, but again, if you didn't know no better, this was a regular night of, of dynamite. It did not come off on television as if it was a special arena. Besides, you saying Grand Slam, okay, that's a cool, that's a cool uh, play on words. Are we talking baseball here? Are we talking tennis? I mean, nothing as far as watching the show to me came, screamed, oh, we're at. A special place, you know, and that's, well, that's what I I'm felt saying. the
3: opposite. I felt yeah. the opposite watching from home. I felt like it really was a big deal in the arena from watching it over here in Dallas. So by
0: the by the arena or by the matches, because
3: by the matches, no, sure. by the fans in the arena, by the energy in the arena. It yeah, felt I mean, special
0: fans are. Uh, you can put Kenny, you can put Kenny Omega and Daniel Bryan at a no, uh, bar wrestling, and it, and it still what no, it did the same. Not, like not even that. that. I mean, no, throughout the no, no,
1: throughout no. the entirety of Dynamite. Throughout the entirety of Dynamite, every match there was an electricity in the air. And it sounds cliche. It was, a, was an it, energy in the air. It was, it was a calm. big
0: It was a big car. Actually, let's, let's 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 jump the break and then let's let's get into um the big night for Dynamite. Let's 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 talk more about it once we come back here.
3: Today's episode is brought to you by HelloFresh. Do you feel like you're stuck in one of those dinner ruts? So with HelloFresh, you'll get fresh pre-measured ingredients with mouth-watering seasonal recipes delivered right to your door where you can skip all the trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable because to me, that matters. You can enjoy cooking and getting dinner on the table in 30 minutes or less with over 25 recipes to choose from. Each week, there is something for everyone to enjoy. All recipes are designed and tested by professional chefs, and nutritional experts to ensure deliciousness as well as simplicity. Now I'm looking over here at the hot honey brussels and ricotta flatbread, the balsamic fig chicken, and the chicken over garlic Parmesan spaghetti. My mouth is watering as I say this to you right now. Go to the link in our show notes below to get $80 off, including the free shipping on HelloFresh, which is your number one meal kit. Again, go to the link down below in our show notes to get $80 off, including free shipping on HelloFresh.
0: All right. Thank you to our sponsors for this episode tonight. HelloFresh. We are back for our second half here of the Big Gold Belt Podcast live each and every Thursday, 8 p.m. Follow us on Twitter at BGB Group. Get all your news, updates, and information, and so on at biggobelt.com. Um, so we're back for this half, and this time we're going to actually talk more about the specifics of AEW's a uh, night one of Grand Slam. Um, Jamal was there in person. The three of us watched it remotely, um, and we—I'm we, pretty sure we're going to have mixed reactions, thoughts, and so on about the show because it was a big night nonetheless. But um, as something I was saying before we went to our break is that I—you know—for me, I just—I love. Considering now that wrestling is taking it to very unique venues and even on the independents, too. I mean, PWG new places, very dope. I'm very much trying to get out there to see a show there. But, you know, um, just came from Beyond Wrestling over the weekend, which was on the beach, which was underratedly real good. Um, and um, looking at some of the stuff that's come out from out of it, uh, from uh photography. Uh, there was a drone that did a little video. I mean, things are getting really special. And for me, again, Arthur being being, um, as Jamal says, because I didn't know, but the world's biggest tennis stadium, did not know that. Yeah. Um, that's a huge deal. And, you know, they played towards it. And Tony Khan a- answered on media calls that they were going to hit more unique venues and whatnot. But I just said, for me, um, outside of the matches, outside of the audience, I could not resonate this show being in a special place. It, nothing about it came off different. The only thing that came off different to me was the entrance ramp that had the uh, the video board. That was different. But you know, when they were at Daly's place, you're just like, this is not a, just a regular place here. This comes off different just because of how the angles were shot. Um, but to be you know, fair, that they're in a different
1: type of building. I, I get when, that. I'm just saying right. they
0: played. They played towards. That type of building, I feel like they didn't utilize this building, and maybe they were limited. Maybe, maybe they were. Again, I, I don't. No, have they built to it. it the hell up.
1: They, they 100 built it up. Obviously, mm-hmm. you can see the physical things with the set design. Mm-hmm. Um, then, of course, there were the big video board that they added because that doesn't exist when mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. they open. Uh, the roof was closed, unfortunately, which is.
3: Uh, I was gonna uh, ask you that. Was it closed? Yeah, yeah that, that, that could have been. That could have been special.
1: Um, which would have been cool to have like a drone mm-hmm. shot above the open roof stadium. Um, and, and, and
0: maybe, and maybe that's something they didn't anticipate. They used drones for the, um, the, the, uh, what's it called at the, the Jaguar stadium? The, the, the stampede, the stadium stampede. The stadium Pampede. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, you know, maybe drones were on tap there and they just couldn't use it. So, you
1: know, um, but know, so like, as far as it, uh, as far as it goes, it, yes, it is a stadium. It's, it's a large arena. So that end around 360, um, you know, setup, you're not going to be able to re- you're not going to be able to get that in an amphitheater, which has a, a very specific thing. So if you're at Staples center, yeah, that's going to look like a, like it's going to look like you're in any arena in America. But if you're at the Hollywood bowl, it's going to look super unique because the Hollywood bowl is a outside B all white and surrounded by mountains. I mean, that's. i I don't think that's a fair comparison to say that like well this doesn't look like daily's place what daily's place i'm not i'm not
0: i'm not i'm I'm not comparing it i'm just saying that they that's what i mean when i say like what what you can do with a venue to highlight that this venue is a unique venue and and they did that with that i'm not saying that they did daily's place daily's place is a better place because they did that i'm just saying that at daily's place they did that. I was looking, and 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 maybe that was just me being critical. I was looking to see. I wonder what they're going to do special, Arthur Ashe, because this is a special arena. Like, what 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 maneuvers of you know of cinematography or you know whatever it may be. And and I mean, just like um when I was at SummerSlam at at, at Allegiance, uh, I forgot which one of y'all was talking to, but one of y'all mentioned that the location of the hard cam there was unique, and I didn't think about it until one of y'all said that. I was like, oh. It actually is, and how they had to cut off half the stadium in order to do that, and then how the ramp was, you know. So something different instead of just the traditional. But
1: to ramp be fair, down. though, the traditional for AEW is a college stadium with fifty-five hundred yeah. to seven thousand people. They had twenty thousand and change.
2: Right.
1: So the, that that gate makes it unique. They've never had ever in the history of ever had a crowd this large, and it's not even close.
3: I right. would counter to what Jamal saying exactly, that they played to not just the venue, they played to the crowd, the environment, yeah. the New York wrestling fan environment. And I think that in and of itself is special, more so than the venue. Yeah, Arthrash Stadium is great, cool, I, but this is a New hmm. York City show. Okay, and so- in and of itself is impressive.
0: So, so cool. So basically, I mean, because again, I'm only talking about the, arc, the, 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 the structure of mean. the venue. But I mean, like, if that's the case, then, then that means the expectancy of this turnout is at T-Mobile, not T-Mobile Arena, uh, MGM or any of the arenas that they are because you expect that New York crowd, And New York is a hot town. That's why they're coming back over and over and over. So like, by no means do I ever expect for New York not to show up. Just like I don't expect, do not, uh, don't expect Forward, the chicago crowd not to show up because these are hot wrestling town mm-hmm. i wish we could make an argument to saying that this d dmv dc maryland virginia area could do the same but it d- well i mean we like it hosted cause...
1: the first dynamite and it had and it had the largest crowd and the largest rating ever and, so... and, yeah,
0: and haven't been back since not well, even not even on their current schedule all the way until 2022 are we uh <laughs> even on the map which
1: is
0: it. yeah. whatever but I let me know yeah.
1: let... but no but, but about that though. Um, I do think that it is more towards, uh, you know, things aesthetically, because there's nothing special about the United Center. Um, yeah. But they knew that they were going to do a thing in that building for that crowd, which is like yeah. one uh, super secret ingredient. And yeah. obviously the CM Punk thing happened, and that's that's what it was. But, um, you know, having that crowd, which was at the time the largest crowd they've ever had, uh, you know, and and also it does throw a little bit salt into the wound. And yes, this these are reaches, and, I, and I'm reaching for this. But uh, when WWE wasn't at the Garden for SmackDown, I think it was uh, recently. No matter what they pulled, AEW would have done better because Arthur Ashe is a bigger stadium than the Garden. Than the Garden. But, um So yeah. for all the marks. That's another little little poke in the liver. Uh, you know, against WWE. I mean it's it's physically a bigger deal uh, yeah, emotionally I, it's a bigger deal because there's a lot of first happening so yeah. a lot of people, with nostalgia uh you know gets like well this is the place where this happened like well we don't have any of that this is the first yeah. and for so now history starts tonight and that's that's yeah, a very I, unique experience in and of itself
0: one thing AEW does really good is that they do good fan service. They they give the fans what they want. You you bring Moxley in a big position when he goes back. Moxley and uh, and uh, Pillman, you bring them back and give them a pivotal spot in their hometown. And 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 you know that's what they're doing. They're utilizing markets where they have talent where they came from and give them good you know, <clears throat> and, and and showcase them in a way that makes the crowd hot. I mean, it's the reverse of what we are used to seeing where somebody. Basically, comes out and make the crowd hot by trying to do heat. Instead, they say, "Well, we're going to give you our person, and then, and then, uh, you know, g- generate that positive energy out of it." So, I, by by no means was this ever a question of would the AEW fans show up? Would the crowd be hot? You know, would people? Well, be... you know, they would
1: because half the rosters from Long Island.
0: Yeah, yeah. Mm, so I, 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 I want to, I want to, I want to, you know, start to go into the car a little bit. Now, will something you said earlier. Uh, yesterday. And that was the <coughs> the positioning of the car. Kenny uh-huh. Omega and
2: Daniel Bryant going first. You still feel like that yes. was a good idea? Absolutely. Absolutely. Cause that match, especially now that we know when of course when it started, we didn't know. But they came on, they got the crowd's attention. Hell, that bell rang and time stood still for that first minute or so of just everyone being like, Oh my god, it's here. This is the moment that was a true AEW moment that they'll replay forever. Is the two of them just looking at each other while that crowd went nuts. So I think it was a great move, putting it on first, especially in the end when you ended up with it going a full half hour, putting that on later in the show. I don't know if that would have worked as good, but right out of the gate, get everyone's attention Get that crowd while it's hot, especially considering how long that night went since they still had much more show to tape since they were doing two hours rampage. Also, I think it was a smart move putting it on first. I don't think it would have done any better later in the show. I think it was going to do what it was going to do. Anyone who was tuning in for that match was going to see it when it happened. I don't think it would have been any better at the end as opposed to the beginning. I think putting it on at the beginning was smart and then putting on Punk after it as a buffer to kind of give everyone a chance to reset, I think it was the smart move.
1: Let me ask you this. Um, Did they have any picture-in-picture breaks during the match?
3: Um, Two. They two of them, yes. Mm
1: -hmm. Oof. First Um, one
2: wasn't for 20 minutes, though, so they had a good chunk of time there before they took a break.
1: Okay. Because they usually go 17, 18 minutes in that first match uh, segment, and then – I think it's interesting that they don't change that up. I, I know maybe it's maybe it's set in stone, maybe it's not, but I think it's interesting that they, you know, can open with a hot five minute match, and go to break, and then squeeze them in between picture and picture. It doesn't have to be picture and picture every week, but um, but they did too, and I think that's you know pretty interesting. Um, how do you guys feel about the thirty minute uh, Broadway uh, the time limit draw? Do you think that? that was the move to make, or do you think that there should have been a, a clear winner?
3: I think uh, that was the move to make considering where it was in the card. The fact that it mm-hmm. was the first match of the night or the main card, I think that was the perfect way to pull that off because had it been at the end, there might've been a lot more griping and bitching and moaning mm-hmm. from the IWC uh, more so than when we let off with it. I think because it ended on a draw and again, you were there Jamal, so we can't you know, speak from that experience, But just watching at home, realizing, oh shit, the crowd is still amped after this 30-minute draw for the rest of this show to carry it on with the linchpin to what we was saying about Falling Over Punk, I think that was a great way to start it. And I think the ending was perfect because there was no – I'm going to put the booking hat on for two seconds. There was no proper way to do that without pissing somebody off, either (laughs) talent, production staff, fans. So I thought that was a great way to get everybody kind of satiated like okay, because to Najir's point last week about the belt not being on the line, this was the perfect way to skirt all that. This way, they can move past doing this match again soon, and then we can sow those seeds for down the road.
0: I i easy easy answer for me here. This is something I liked about AEW from the beginning when they started talking about um, um, time limits and you know wins and losses and whatnot. Mm-hmm. This is the idea that matches could end in ways that we aren't traditionally used to seeing. And 30-minute time limits is not something that we usually see. On TV, especially. Especially on TV. The only time you see these things is when there's Iron Man matches. And it's part of the whole gimmick of the match for it to be a swerve type of ending where, you know it was an hour let's go an hour and 20 now you know whatever it may be so i liked it because it was unpredictable i really didn't care how this match ended because i think at 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 this rate of how hot this match opened everybody was just happy to, to be experiencing it but the fact that this is where you went i mean this was why certain people get paid the way they get paid this is this is how you book this match and again everybody's still happy and much like Damien said, <laughs> you know people were going to find ways to bitch, but hey, everybody's happy, and um, besides our level of happy, uh, DM, Mr. D.M., I can't even imagine the type of orgasm uh, must have been coming <laughs> from
3: his corner. <laughs> <laughs> 17 yeah. stars, baby, 17 yeah. stars. 17! <laughs> 17. 17. So when, the, when they do the
2: rematch, the inevitable rematch, and it's an hour... Or whatever however they end up doing it his head will explode we we know yes. that will will happen mm-hmm. i think it's a it's a pretty damn good sign that those guys were able to do a draw not make it feel like they dragged the match at any time i thought it moved well it did not feel like a half hour draw at all i thought it moved really quick it wasn't until like maybe about 20 i think that first commercial break about 20 minutes in is when it hit me i was like oh We're probably going a half hour. That's probably the plan Mm -hmm. here. But it didn't even occur to me to like, oh, wait, no, they've gone like 20 minutes now. Here's that first commercial break. Pulling that off in modern times where you just don't see draws, it was pretty darn remarkable. That crowd seemed fine with it. Jamal, would you back me up on that? Were the people there in person like totally okay with the draw and like not griping about it live or what?
1: It Well, so Americans don't like ties. I mean, we we don't. I mean, that's why we don't like soccer because – (laughs) <laughs> after you watch something for half an hour and there's no resolution it's like well, what are we doing here however because the match itself was so engaging it's like not only was this was not the um this was not the the, the main course this was really the appetizer mm-hmm. and i can see uh, further down the road this is probably going to be the Okada type series that uh, Kenny's going to have with Daniel Ooh, Bryan. Well, okay. um, this is going to be, you know, it won't be the rematch won't happen next week. The rematch won't happen, hell, maybe not even this year. But this is going to be one of those things because now it's like, well, they went to a draw. This needs to be resolved. Uh, you know, does it need to be resolved for a belt? No, it does not. But this needs to be resolved right now. And I think that that's something that they're going to have to up the ante because you can't do worse than what they did. So uh, I think the crowd was understandably okay with it, considering how good it was. Mm-hmm. Um, and Which definitely set the table for the rest of the show, which the crowd was hot for um, the rest of the show. Uh, so one thing I will say about the show itself, uh, what you saw is what I saw. Uh, there wasn't too much into it uh outside of what aired. Um obviously losing track of time quickly because of how long the opening match went. Uh then it had a CM Punk segment. So it's kind of like it was oh, nine God. o'clock, you know, um when I looked up. And like well, well damn. So it's um it is interesting to see how it happened. And I know that and I will say the match was good. Um, and, the, and the crowd was super into it. Uh, headphones, uh earplugs, highly recommended through that match because when it gets so loud that your eardrums just start collapsing in on itself and setting sound turns to this lobby kind of noise, uh you're probably deaf. You, so you, just
0: you know what? Right. You you mentioned that and I was gonna bring this up earlier, um, about arenas and expectation. Uh what's it what's what's the arena in San Antonio called? Um the Alamo Dome, the Alamo
3: it's
0: a, Dome. That's a stadium. Yeah, state. What did I say? Arena, stadium, stadium. Right, sure. Cool, right? Because it's one of the biggest stadiums in Texas, Whether if you know it or not, uh, it it held. Uh, what was the what was the attendance records for that? Because it it
1: it. If it was more
0: than sixty five thousand, they're lying. Is it, what's what's the notoriety with it? It's something with it. Is it the um, biggest
1: or is it? No, it's a football stadium in San Antonio for no reason because they don't have a football team. And there's some notoriety
0: to it. And I I don't I mean know why the stadium is designed right.
1: well with the four pillars that hold it up, and the Spurs used to they, play there for a while. Yeah,
3: and well, they've beyond, had the Final Four there before. So yeah,
0: right. I know that, but yeah, with the Elevate State. But uh, beyond that, it's something else with it. But either way, the sound in there is ridiculous. When you talk about like the whole like because uh, when Royal Rumble Goldberg came out. It just got like mesh for a minute. I was just like, what is happening?
1: Yeah, it just <laughs> the sound just collapses under itself yeah. and doesn't it
0: was, and it, it yeah, it, was, it wasn't it wasn't it was like it the sound you just it was bouncing. It you could just hear things just going in all different directions. It wasn't like progressing back. It was just all over the place. But yeah, that that's 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 interesting you bring it up. That's interesting to yeah. bring it
1: up. So I mean um, like the show itself uh was definitely great. Uh, one of the better dynamites I've seen this year in a recent memory. Um, unfortunately there was no QT. There was no Miro. There was no, a lot of people on it. Um, and the show was still, you know, that very good. Um, Baker versus, um, uh, Britt was, was pretty damn good. Probably my favorite match of the night. And I do uh, think that the title match, any title match should go on last. Um, because that's the most important thing. However, AEW, because of the commercial break situation, I think the opening match may be the most important because you get to see it uninterrupted.
2: Uninter- mm-hmm. I'm sure that's a big part of why they put it on first, knowing that they, they have that big chunk of time yeah. that they wouldn't have to jump in on. And be like, look, if we're going to go a half hour, at least we can give folks 20 minutes uninterrupted before we'll have to jump in and switch everything up. So, yeah, I think it was the best way to handle it for what they did. And the last thought I'll give on the Kenny Omega Brian Danielson match is. My God, if they didn't make it feel like they threw everything out there, it felt like they went out there, they busted their ass, they worked hard, but I felt like they had so much left in the tank that they didn't play last night. So many cards still left in their back pocket that when that match does come back around, I have no worries at all that they'll easily be able to get right back to that level. They, they made it feel like there's a lot left to do there a lot of meat left on the bone for those two to explore so hell they pulled it off I'm impressed I'm impressed Mm. with it so uh, as you bring it up let's just
0: quickly let's go around what were some of our favorite moments of the night or just anything you want to add some commentary to from everything and I'll start because this is something I haven't been quiet about but I mean how many times are we going to get these CM Punk
2: has something
0: (laughs) to say segments (laughs)
2: We're gonna hear from CM Punk. <laughs> hey, we were laughing about it that afternoon, and I agree. But last night, I think in the moment, it was needed to have that as a buffer to give folks a chance to collect themselves and reset before the rest of the show happened. Brother. If they had just thrown that, if they had just thrown that next match out there right after that, the the Pillman mm-hmm. and a uh, Moxley match, I think it would have died a death. They needed a chance to reset.
3: I think. Cool. That Pillman match was the perfect palate cleanser, I thought. Just oh, bring,
0: bring out QT, man. This, you know, for real. And Is what's that, a weight.
1: That, yeah, I mean, that's, that's why I'm there. <laughs> All
0: right, but yeah, that, that's, that's my thing. It's just like, man, how, how many of these CM Punk has something to say once again? <laughs> hey, let me read this real quick. We're going to hear from CM Punk after the show. You're a promo of him saying he's back. <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> hashtag I send him Hook. Uh, there you go. <laughs> you know what's uh, funny? I would have thought that would have been the perfect opportunity to send out Hook considering they were in New York.
2: That's right. Good play up the local the local mm-hmm. flavor. Yep. Oh my god. It's not a bad idea, actually. Huh? <laughs> and and he was in the building too. Um the yeah. and- the one other part of the show I'll give a shout out to. I think that the big other moment for me, uh I thought the FTR and Sting and Darby match tore the house down. As that far was more as fun like energy. Series, yeah, I thought it over-delivered. Sting looked great. Yeah. Uh, being I- in his damn 60s, I thought it was a great use of him. He was over like hell. And if anything, that match over delivered. And as far as the rest of the show went, that was like easily my number two. I
0: I match. I figured out something with Sting. He gets a little bit extra pepping in him stack when these Comic Cons start coming around because you know that money's coming in. Because <laughs> <laughs> because I was definitely like, "Uh, who is this in the ring right now?" That's my favorite wrestler, but he's moving like somebody else, and I'm confused. But yeah, then I started equating <laughs> the dates. I was like, "Oh yeah, New York Comic Cons in like a week, and then he's probably gonna hit San Diego and C two E two and all these other random things." Look one one. Two minutes with Sting is $100 for him. So Damn. you know he's a happy man right now. Oh, yeah. If you get the package. <laughs> hey, look. That was a package before he was signed. So you know the premium's up now. So be, be happy when you got him because he might be yeah, 150 We, we, we didn't get
3: Steve Borden last night. We actually got Sting last night. Other times we Steve Borden. <laughs> for, for, for real.
0: For real. But, yeah, well, great, great match. I agree. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm going to throw this up there. Sting moving like, Yeah.
2: Really.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so what uh, I'll so, say about how I viewed it like yesterday, I actually viewed it at a venue. And as you know, I'm affiliated with free play arcade. So every Wednesday we have wrestling Wednesday. So I have a lot of casuals or non wrestling fans that walk into the building and see it up on the projector and want to know what wrestling really is all about. The fact that we had at least three quarters of the bar focused on the big screen, about what aew is is this wwe who are these people and keeping them captivated to watch this entire two-hour show in between playing arcade challenges for me was a big deal and we've been running this program this 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 thing for about almost a year and a half and i've never seen so many people enveloped who saw daniel bryan or brian danielson and said hold up when did he leave wwe should i start watching this instead And then just like to build that new fan base. So I can say from watching it from that perspective, it was intriguing to see all these non-wrestling fans suddenly get interested because not only did they see old man Steve Borden, not only did they see Brian Danielson, you know, there were some NJPW because there's an NJPW show here in DFW this weekend that recognized Kenny Omega and said, oh, shit, he doesn't work for New Japan anymore. I might have to tune in for this. So I think for me, that was a highlight in and of itself was the ability to potentially bring in new fans to the product of wrestling in general, but also to AEW. Yeah.
1: Uh, I would say the biggest thing uh, for me was the show as a whole. Um, mm-hmm. It from, from top to bottom, it felt like a big deal. Um, it felt like an important show. Uh, not just a WrestleMania, there's 38 of them or whatever. Not just a SummerSlam, there's 27 of them. Not even a TakeOver, there's 30 of them too. Uh, but this felt like you were on the ground floor of a historical event. And I would be hard praised to say that that's exactly what happened. Uh, there's no precedent for, for this show. There's nothing to fall back on. There's nothing to compare it to. This is the only time that there's a first time and not in an I was there situation type of a situation, but in a, uh, you know, as far as North American wrestling goes, this is one of those footnote moments that Mm -hmm. no matter what happened to AEW in, in, you know, the next five, 10, you know, 15 years on September 22nd in 2021, a, a footnote happened in the history of North American wrestling. And it felt like that from top to bottom. Now, If you want to throw in all the marks that were singing Judas on the 7 train, I'm so glad I caught the train earlier than them. Um, (laughs) If you want to, you know, speak to the confusion of Cody being booed out of the building as if he was, like, you know, wearing, you know, a a Boston jersey or something like that. He should have
3: been.
1: He should have been. I mean, they thought he he was from uh, Nantucket, the way they booed him. Um, And he was very confused. Uh, You know, like, those things... uh, you don't really see too often and those things going forward, you don't really see too often. So it's going to be interesting. The president has been set whether they do this show again or not. It, I mean, the last time I felt like this for wrestling, a singular wrestling show was ECW one night stand. And I would say it's on on that level as far as, um, seminal moments in North American wrestling history.
0: You know what's interesting? That's not your take going into it, so I think that speaks to the delivery of this, and and much why you all are probably... Well, my take you know, going
1: into it was because I didn't care about the card. It right, wasn't necessarily about, uh, you know, and I wouldn't have that same emotion or the same connection if I uh, watched it on TV, because I really don't care about the card. Yeah, the I mean, day, I still don't care about the card, but to say that I was there definitely gives everything an extra star, if you're going to do that.
0: I mean, for sure, everything—almost everything—is better in live in, in live action. But All I mean, right. it still has to do the job, and the car could be as good as the car look. Doesn't mean it has to deliver. There's always ways of why this doesn't, this couldn't go right. So you know, it's good. It's good to know as a as a safe measure of reassurance for anybody that if you are on the limb about going to an AEW show, if it feels big, then you should probably just do it because I don't think nobody's really coming out saying that they didn't have fun or it wasn't, um, you know, what they thought it was going to be. Besides the fact that this show was, what, five hours long? So there's (laughs) that. Hopefully you didn't have to go to work today, folks. Oh, whoops. Uh, Jamal, got something you want (laughs) to say?
1: Yeah, no. I mean, look. Look, you you do what you got to do. The rent still needs to be paid. It's the 23rd. I got to the 1st to figure it out. So, you know, it is what it is. You you, make moves. I had fun. I went to work. And I'll be there tomorrow. So, I mean... (laughs) that's what it is. That's what you got to do. With that said, though, I do think that there are three things that AEW could do differently if they decide to run this particular venue again. Um, number one, there is an outdoor promenade that leads up to the uh, venue. Have merch outside. There were meeting exactly. greets that uh, that they had in another spot, but and that's fine, but have the merch outside. Uh, let the people... And they, this is like a perfect plaza because they have this outdoor food court um, that would normally be a thing. Have all of that stuff outside. Uh, people Have people get their merch before they even think about going into the building. Um, you can do the security outside and not at the front door of the you know, thing. That would have saved people a lot of time. And they could have gotten there as early as they wanted. SummerSlam had a truck on uh, Atlantic Avenue. So that you didn't have to wait until you got into the building. You could have just gone to the official truck and bought merch um, outside of the building. That would have saved a lot of people a lot of time that were trying to hurry to get in only to look at a line that was a half mile long. Um, the second thing is if you don't have to buy merch, then you can spend more time buying food. And with the outdoor promenade, you can also buy food as well. So it's a um another, I don't want to say missed opportunity but just an opportunity to serve more people uh, with something that they want. Yes. New York is not playing with their vaccination card. Um, every restaurant that I went into uh, asked me if I was down in for one or two. And if I had my card on me, uh, it's not a game. <laughs> um, you <laughs> get your shot, have your card, get that enjoy card. yourself after you yeah. do so. Mm-hmm. Um, they have apps. They got like three or four different apps you can use. Um, if you didn't bring your paper card with you, but if you didn't have your card with you, your only options were to sell your ticket, or get vaccinated, you know, before the show, <laughs> um, and I did like that, but that obviously took more time and added to the security procedures um, to get that done. So hopefully next time there'll be a better way to streamline that, uh, and maybe Ticketmaster. Uh, maybe you might have to upload your uh, card to well, Ticketmaster or something like that. Don't get
0: them. Don't get them involved.
3: I'm well. Oh, Ticketmaster? Yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, no, true. I, I agree.
0: At, at um, mo- they, right now they they're charging you just for saying that.
3: <laughs> oh yeah, no.
2: Yeah. They going to have uh, yeah. that vaccination fee on the next round of tickets. You know
0: you you know it. You know what?
3: They would have they would probably they, they, they probably, they
0: probably got a they probably got a non-vaccinated citizens fee on there too. <laughs> like something Ooh. that this makes no sense. You like I'm vaccinated. Why am I paying for people who's not? Like that
1: type of thing. So, yeah, but 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 something to streamline that process um to help people move in. I mean, yes, it was 20,000 people and it looked like it um you know so that was what it was as far as the card goes uh it was a five and a half hour long event
3: uh
1: the first thing started at 7 15 uh the show didn't end till midnight uh i don't do not put chris jericho on after 11 (laughs) o'clock
3: it's past his bedtime too
2: no
1: so i mean that's when i left and that's unfortunate because I kind of wanted to see the eight man tag. I kind of wanted to see Ford versus Anna J. Uh, but I'm not going to sit through a Chris Jericho match after eleven o'clock to get there, which means that I'm definitely not leaving until closer to eleven forty-five midnight, when I have a one o'clock bus to catch. I know that's not AEW's fault; that's mine. But no, nah, that was more important. So yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a weeknight.
2: I... That's stuff they need to take into account. Yeah. It's not the weekend. It's a school yeah. night. It's Wednesday. People got people got work the next yeah. day.
0: Not, um, the wrestling fans don't have work. <laughs>
2: So well they
0: call back into their mama's basement and they're out.
1: Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow, slander. Uh address all your emails to to uh, James at <laughs> BitcoinBookhoop.com. <laughs> no, but so, but yeah, I mean that is something to consider, and then um, any show that ends at midnight, not on the weekend, is just a bad look. Yeah. Um was there a reason why Rampage needed to be two hours? No. Um could they have you know added more stuff on the forefront? You know, maybe you know, a a ninety minute uh, elevation instead of three matches in in forty minutes, um, yeah, they could have done that too, uh. You know, just just something other than end of the show at, at midnight with a lights up match, which I heard good things about. But do you want to get home at one thirty in the morning? um trying to get out of Queens, and that, I think just think that's a bad look. I don't care what city you're in, um, just yeah, that's just a bad time. Uh, but yeah, I can't wait. I hope. That um, I hope that they do come back. I hope they make it a yearly thing. Uh, but as we've seen, AEW promises a yearly event in a city like Baltimore might not happen again. So another reason to go when you want to go because you, it's not guaranteed that they'll be back.
0: Yep. All right. Let's 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 do this because we're 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 at about our hour mark for our hourly uh, podcast weekly 8 p.m. Thursdays um any closing remarks about Grand Slam because uh, I feel like we we talked so much about uh, just uh, particular aspects of it but is there any, I feel like because so much to happen like is there anything else anybody wants to throw in there about it I like I feel like we definitely skipped so much
1: <laughs> um yeah so a lot of the stuff that you guys may not have seen uh, they did bring some new rapper um, little Uzi. Uzi Vert. Yes. De- um,
0: definitely not new, but gotcha. Oh.
1: oh, yeah. Well, I mean, he looks 12, so I don't yes. know. So, yeah. So they brought him out there to do things um, <clears throat> because Max Castro challenged Tony Connelly to a rap battle. <clears throat> and they brought in a little Uzi to stand there. Um, Sheik Looch of the locks was sitting by two rows behind me.
3: A <laughs> she glutes reference in 2021. Thanks well, had the big that verses. Um, yeah, that yeah. was
1: awesome. So, him and the DJ technician were sitting two rows behind me.
0: Wow, that was a
1: big, you know, was a big deal for me, uh, personally. Oh, for um, sure. <laughs> yeah, um, it was surprising to see how many of the talent came out to watch uh, uh, dark. Like, mm. a lot of heads were poking out from the back, and I can see. Um, there was a backstage corner um to my right, you know, a couple heads poking out. It was interesting. Um I, I, okay, I, I'm not gonna spoil it, but I really hope that they put CM Punk on the Paul White uh schedule.
3: Mm, okay. And it
1: will be interesting to see how they uh if They choose to edit Rampage. Anything beyond that, we'll get into into the bits and details of the match. Uh, But the bottom line is, is that Punk versus Hobbs happened. um, And it was a match that happened. But however, I wonder when Punk is going to go on the Lesnar schedule. And after Friday, uh, Friday's episode, tomorrow's episode, uh, that will be a lot more clear.
0: Thank God. (laughs) Man. Because if I have to hear Punk has something to say <laughs> remotely via Zoom, <laughs> I man, things will be said. But, um, okay. 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 Uh, what else? I was about to say something, and I just quickly forgot. I was about to say something, which you said, I don't know.
3: I'm going to jump in and just echo a way to saying in the chat about the women's match being good. Uh, Can
0: you uh, read this comment real quick? Sure.
3: You always deliver. The women's match was good. I wish the term buried wasn't in existence. So for those that don't know, for some odd reason, people are thinking that Ruby Soho was buried because she lost to Britt Baker. Uh, Yeah. You know, there's a lot of terms in the English language people Uh throw around as if they know the meaning of, this is one of those terms that they're throwing it around. And they have no idea what the F they're saying. Because if you watch that match, not only did it seem, again, from where I was watching, people were into it because Brit's over, Ruby's over. Okay, great. It was a good match between two high caliber for AEW women's wrestlers. Also great. Ruby lost via distraction finish with the whole posse out there getting in the way of the match. Isn't that how baby faces typically lose matches when we guys were growing up watching wrestling? You know, when the Ultimate Warrior lost to Rick Rude with Bobby Heenan grabbing the leg shenanigans. <laughs> isn't that what kind of – did we say the Ultimate Warrior was buried? No. So where the F are people getting us? I understand it was her first singles match. Why the hell did they have her lose? Again, you would have booked yourself into a corner had you had a Ruby win said match and thus the early derailed Brits mojo. Considering that mm-hmm. the rumor is, is that she's supposed to drop it to Thunder Rosa sometime in January or February to revisit that feud. But overall, I thought the fact that a lot of people were bitching about the women's match being main event. If you start with Kenny and, and Danielson, and in the middle, you got the Sting Derby match with FTR, you're not putting MJF against Pillman because MJF is no. from Long Island you're not doing
2: that are you gonna main event with cody christ (laughs) yes no
3: you're not gonna do that either because he would have got booed out the building and cheered when he lost as your final thing that you would have saw him with before they got into black pun unintended but i thought that was a great way to end the show way to bookend a really solid show and you know what i'm gonna say what we've been saying for a while you need to put more than one woman's match on dynamite i'm sorry uh, there needs to be at least, even if it's a four-minute sprint, you can put one more women's match on dynamite. Especially if we get to the news, we talk about this new women's title supposedly that's going to be coming out soon. You can find time for a women's match. Where, you, are getting,
0: where you getting all this information from,
3: <laughs> my man? From I, I,
0: I heard not. I heard about any of this. Anyway, uh, let's 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 get to our uh, news and uh, let's let's wrap up tonight's show. Oh no! Oh, that's absolutely i was, uh, that's what I was going to say. We were going to talk about Dark Side of the Ring tonight, um, but <laughs> we'll,
2: we'll be back next week to cover our, our thoughts we'll about. We'll be the covering first two, two episodes, episodes next week. Yeah, yeah. We'll, week. We'll, we'll
0: talk about Ooh. two weeks of episodes next week, um, which That's is probably good. good considering one was uh, in one direction and this one should probably be in the complete opposite direction as far as toning. So, um, yes. yeah, we'll, we'll talk about Dark Side of the Ring uh, next week. But yeah, let's let's get the news for tonight.
1: Alright, so I'm going to make it quick because i got to go to bed. Um, you have... <laughs> I mean, it's, it's been a long 40 hours. Uh, back on June 25th, WWE released a bunch of people, uh, including Tony Nese, Aria Divari, Killian Dain, the Singh Brothers, Marina Shafir, Arturo Ruas, uh, Kurt and Fandango, uh Breeze, Everaz, and Austin, August Gray. Uh, so we've seen some other people because they were on 30-day contracts come through. Um, but... Uh, the remainder, niece Davari, Dane, the Singh brothers, among others, they are all free agents right now. Um, and a lot of them are tweeting them as such. So if you're looking for Big Domo, uh, Domo Mack on Yahoo.com if you want to get your bookings in. Uh, he's definitely open and available. Same thing with the Bollywood Boys. Same thing with, with Rena Shafir, Anthony Green, uh, Tony nice. Um, You know, so I'm looking to see what these guys do on the indies and see how quickly they bounce back because i most all, all of them should. All of them absolutely should. Um, let's go the AEW real quick. So they are going to be on TNT. We know that. Uh what we know now is that the date is January the fifth. Um, Dynamite will be moving to TBS. Uh Rampage will stay put on TNT on Fridays. I really hope they make it two hours. I really hope they move it up to nine o'clock. Uh but that's, you know, unforeseen yet. But January fifth, twenty twenty-two, dynamite moving to the mothership, TBS in order to make room for hockey and basketball uh aw signs former uh dallas mavericks player santam singh uh singh was the first ever nba player from india to be drafted by the nba um apparently he's uh, been training at the nightmare factory uh you know he's a center, uh seven foot tall seven three i believe so um it will be interesting to see what he does and how he translates into wrestling but uh, QT and coach him up, because you know, that's what QT does. Um, this week, of course, SmackDown's in Philadelphia. Uh, you have GCW in New York. Good luck not getting flooded out. is um, uh, having a house show in Hershey, Pennsylvania, so eat all the chocolate you can. Uh, Defy yeah. is in uh, Seattle uh, this weekend, and H2O Wrestling's in South Jersey and in Williamstown, and that's the news for this week.
0: All right. Well, um, folks, I mean... We talked a lot about AW and in regards to um, their big night in Grand Slam, which is only one of the two nights. The second night will be airing tomorrow night on TNT, ten o'clock to twelve, or is it nine to eleven? Um, 10 to, 10, ten to midnight. Ten to midnight. Cool. Two hours. Yeah,
3: 10, ten to midnight Eastern.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, which is you know, which is interesting because even though know it's pre-recorded. Everybody's mood should be very is going to be accurate to how late it really is. So you go, you will see people legitimately uh, tired out around like eleven thirty when the show is dying down, right? Well, well the question <laughs> is, how
1: many people will skip SmackDown to watch that at to midnight?
0: Not happening. No one purposely stays up for a late show unless it's Saturday Night Live or Mad TV. For right. You know, so I'm live. saying,
1: so people can't do it. So what I'm saying is, is that if you're watching wrestling and you know you don't want to watch four hours of wrestling from eight to midnight. Do you, I don't think that. I don't think that's happening. Do you still you not? Well, do you skip SmackDown and start your show early at ten o'clock?
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know, but yeah, we'll see. Uh, we'll we'll talk more about that Dark Side of the Ring. Uh, we 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 hit. We talked a little, a lot about our assessments of the show. But overall, I think it's it's safe to say that we all enjoyed it in whatever capacity we were able to attend it. And uh, can't wait till we can uh, get to the next AEW show. But that will do it tonight for this week's episode of the Big Gold Belt Podcast. 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time every Thursday at BGB Group. News, information, update, and more at BigGoldBelt.com. And uh, until next week, folks, you all be safe. And uh, be sure to tune in live. Join us in the chat and let us uh, and be a part of the conversation. But until then, we'll see you then. What I really need